0: Welcome to the final exam, if you will, Oof. of the ten week pro wrestling. I don't even know ten week wrestling crash, two week pro wrestling crash course. Oof, All ten man, weeks.
1: So you really nailed
0: the last one. Yep, nailed it. Um, this. My name's Jeff. Wow, oh, my God. Uh, and senior. I'm looking,
1: you're a senior, so you know. You're, I refuse to start
0: over as well. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. And with me is Elliot. The wrestling, know nothing, but that's not really true anymore.
1: Man, I'll tell you what. Since the start of this, my TikTok algorithm has changed. Yes, the shit I see on like Twitter has changed.
0: Oh, wrestling! I know. Twitter.
1: I know. My phone can hear what I'm thinking. It like will suggest me stuff. My life has changed in these last like we say it's been ten weeks of episodes, but we've really been doing it for like th- three it's been months. Because yeah, we really kind of. Uh, uh, those first like three episodes, we really like, put in the can, and then we we're just like, uh, Christmas break, New Year's break, uh, Valentine's Day break. That's the
0: problem. Like Elliot and I are very similar in that, eh, you know, well, it'll work out, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. that sort of attitude doesn't work um, because we're just too laid back. And so what happened is we got to the point where like I'm like, well, they're either going to record another episode or this is going to die. And I'm like. I can't have that happen. I, yeah, ever, yeah. Since, we can't, ever, ever since ever since I did Hitchcock, I've I've finished pretty much everything I've set my mind to, podcasting wise. And I say like, I'm not going to quit now. So well, here by we God, are. You didn't the final episode of your crash course. Okay, so uh,
1: before we get started with yeah. this, let me steal uh, the line. The, let me get on my soapbox for a minute and just say thank you, Jeff. This has been a blast. Um, regardless of how I feel about wrestling, yeah. um, you've done an amazing job of setting this all up and doing all of the editing and everything. has been all Jeff. I've just show up and watched the yeah. wrestling matches. It's the only it's way. It's been I can all get it to work. you. <laughs> but it's been fantastic. You've done a fantastic job. So I want to say thank you.
0: Of course. Because
1: um, it's been a blast, man. I love I hanging did out this with you.
0: Specifically to hang out and talk with you. Yeah, which is so cool.
1: That's, like, my favorite thing about podcasting is, like, you and Scott and, to a lesser extent, even Mark, and Damn. even my friend Eric, who I used to work with and don't anymore and kind of do still again. Spielberg it's just chronologically. A cool, yeah, it's just a cool way to, like, keep How in contact feel? and Spielberg do fun chronologically things.
0: chronologically wouldn't happen without you. Dude, that's crazy to think that
1: that's, like, a thing. <laughs> I, I, I will not you take any credit us. for that, but that is, like... But what a cool thing. What a podcast, such a cool concept with shit like that. Yeah. So, uh, just again, thank you. You've done an amazing job.
0: I appreciate uh, that, it. That's
1: all I'll say about that. So.
0: And you, you've committed. So, I thank you for doing that and not phoning it in. You've oh, I been committed. It to you. try not to. Uh, so. Yeah. So, Famous last words. Well, it is the last episode. It doesn't matter now.
1: Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true.
0: Yeah. You can decommit. Damn. Um, so, our word of the week, and this is going to be proof that I didn't really plan anything because. I, I should have done finish, but you know, I didn't. So our word this week is squash. Do you know what a squash is?
1: Um, is it like squashing some beef
0: uh, between like? Okay, I was about wrestlers? to say what squashing beef. Um, no, it is okay. not.
1: Um, hmm, does it have to do with the match at all? Yes. Uh is it like? Injuring a ref or a cameraman?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that plays into it. But no, uh, we'll get into that. That's an interesting story. Uh, no, a squ- let me add uh, squash is an adjective, and I'll use it this way hmm. squash match. Squash
1: match. That's not like a, uh, what's the term where it's just like a, like a, a gimmick with a wrestling and yeah. squash,
0: hmm. like pureed squash.
1: Yeah, that's where I was going with
0: it. A literal yeah. squash match. I would watch that.
1: Yeah, I'm dumbfounded, as usual. Okay,
0: so back in the day when we watched television, and you, like I said, back then, they didn't put the good shit on TV. You had to pay for that, right? So if you wanted to see Hogan battle Andre, you were not going to get that on free TV. What you'd get instead were squash match squash matches otherwise known as developmental matches. Okay. So essentially your guys like Hulk Hogan, Razor Ramon. Yeah. You'd get to see them, but they wrestle Joe know nothing from mm. the local town and they just destroy them in seconds. They like right. get no offense in. They're here to take choke slams and the guy leaves. So that's a squash match. Um, A lot of wrestlers, that's where they start. They come up. Like if you go and look at a lot of the guys that are famous today, they've, been in WWE. It was like that guy was in WWE. Yeah, he was Tim Smith, and he got destroyed in 30 seconds in a squash match.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I make sense. sense? How, how is this a squash match? And these are two it's pretty Not big at names, right? all because
0: I didn't plan oh. it in anyway. Oh, what okay. we watched gotcha. is Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker from WrestleMania 25, the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania, no matter what they'd have you believe. <sighs> And, uh, this is, uh, in my opinion, an all time classic, one of my favorite matches, but it doesn't matter what I think. Um, let's start off at the top. How'd you feel about these entrances?
1: It's hell trying to get to heaven, Jeff. Uh,
0: It really is. Isn't it? Has it been hell to get through these 10 weeks and now you're in heaven?
1: Look, the fir- that was my first line that I wrote Sometimes down cuz it's, it's just so good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> yeah. The next one, the next sentence I wrote, the entrances of each one of these is fantastic. The light versus the dark. Uh-huh. The just the ambiance of the whole fucking thing is so killer. This it's is fantastic. It's crazy.
0: The perfect metaphor for a match, right? Oh, Yet it like, is. You've always got face versus heel, good versus evil, light versus dark. And you've got Shawn Michaels ascending from the clouds, dressed in all white.
1: Oh, it's so good.
0: And then Taker comes out and he comes from below the stage. He's raised up. Of course, donning all black as he always does.
1: The pyrotechnics are fantastic too. Mm -hmm. Like on both sides.
0: So this is a WrestleMania. This is one that has, is taking place uh, obviously uh, later on. This is Oh eight. I want to say. And, uh, yeah, and do you feel? They're in the uh, Cowboys Stadium. Now I don't th- think this is the newest one. I think it's the one beforehand. I think that no, they're in correct. Houston. Okay, wait. So I don't remember. They're in Texas though, and um, they're in a huge football field, and it's filled to the brim.
1: Yeah, it is packed for sure. Yeah. And that is is WrestleMania the biggest one, would you say? Yeah.
0: Hands down. It is. So, the way I always put it is WrestleMania is the biggest, but the Royal Rumble is everyone's favorite. Mm, Right? It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, WrestleMania is where all the storylines happen. And yeah, 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 yeah. The Royal Rumble is way more fun to watch just in general because. A lot of times on these wrestling cards, WrestleMania, there's sometimes just one good match.
1: There were two good matches of this one. Let me uh, tell uh, you. What
0: other match did you watch?
1: Oh, the next, after this match, it's the Triple H. The Randy Orton Triple H? No, it's sorry. It is um, John Cena, Cena, Big
0: Show. Big Show and
1: Edge. Holy shit. I watched that whole fucking thing.
0: Oh, yeah? That's great. Dude, the storyline was crazy. We're, refresh my memory cuz i don't uh
1: I, the edge is with somebody with uh, with his with a woman who is his Oh, Vicky
0: Guerrero. Yes. Remember Eddie Guerrero from our yes. first episode? That's his uh widow.
1: Okay. Um she is like the Edge's manager or whatever. Um and I think the Edge had just won the title. Uh, recently, I love that you
0: call him The Edge, like he's from uh, oh, YouTube. Oh,
1: it's not The Edge? It's
0: just Edge.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I assumed it was. It's like The Ohio State, The Edge. I like, yeah. I like. Um, And so she was making a match with him and B- the Big Show. Big, big Show. <laughs> I keep saying the now. Yeah. Um,
0: well, The Big turn- Show is fine.
1: Okay. And it turns out she is like cheating on Edge with Big Show. Yes. Um. And then because John Cena had just lost the title to Edge, he was allowed to be in the fight for some reason. I. So, and so there was a big like love triangle slash John Cena is trying to get revenge slash all kinds of shit. Yeah. It was fantastic, and I watched the whole match, and I was like so glad that John Cena had got his title back.
0: That's awesome. The yeah, the Edge and uh, that's Vicki Guerrero. Their whole storyline is some of my favorite stuff because she's great. And yeah, she seems like it. When she found out like they um they got married on TV, you know, mm-hmm. k Yeah. And in sort of shades of what Triple H did with Stephanie McMahon, Triple H comes out at their reception, which is happening in the ring in front of the audience. Yeah. And he goes, "I got something to show you." And he points to the TitanTron just like he did to um to Stephanie McMahon and it shows video of edge with the wedding planner. And he starts to make out with her oh. in front of step, you know, Steph, <laughs> or, uh, oh, Vicky's damn, in the so ring, good. like flips out. So she gets angry and like a vindictive hurt woman scorned. She So what you don't know is she's the general manager of SmackDown at the time. Okay. And she goes, well, at survivor series, I booked you a match. She's like, "Okay." Or Edge is like, "Okay." She goes it's against the Undertaker and she gets this look in her eye, you know, cuz Undertaker's dangerous. And and just like, "What? Why would you do this? Why would you do this to me?" And she goes, "It's not only that. It's in hell in a cell." And she does this witch's cackle. It's so good. And he's selling it like, "Oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me." They're awesome. Like Edge and Vicky were made for each other. I'm glad you watched that. So
1: yeah, no, it, after I was just like in the mood, it was the first match you made me watch was so good that I was just like, what's the next thing? And I, it was, <laughs> that was great. It was good. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So um, we we got our entrances. They're in the ring. So like I said before, the story is the streak. Um, It's Undertaker has yet to lose at WrestleMania in 16 attempts. He is 16 and 0 and uh is that right yes it, yeah okay yes uh and so this is attempt 17 uh in his first attempt against Shawn michaels who he has never beaten in a one-on-one match Shawn michaels has beaten the undertaker now granted kane the big red monster uh undertaker's brother that undertaker allegedly burned uh him oh, to him to death but that. he didn't okay. die and yeah there's a whole thing about it as there is with wrestling um anyway so this is their match where they're in the ring the it's about to start had you picked your winner
1: yeah i picked sean i picked michaels i really thought he was gonna do it i thought thought yeah 17 yeah it just seemed he was and he was the good guy i liked it i yeah yeah and uh, yeah i just picked him i i i was like man 16 in a row it's got to end at some point and uh, we I looked up his uh Undertaker's age at this point, and it was like way older than I thought, and I was like, Yeah, man, these guys are really just going at it at such a crazy old age that like I just thought it was, he was due. I don't know. Yeah. So Sean's
0: my favorite. Like, a uh, uh, Mount Rushmore of my favorite wrestlers is like Scott Hall, Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Sean is so good. Like he just is in this match there are no lulls there aren't a lot of rest holes no they're not and there's just a lot of battling back and forth um yeah so a lot of people going into this match the the fans anyway would call this their main event right Right. even though other matches come on later and triple h versus randy orton is the main event this is the one we're all really looking forward to because it's Shawn michaels the best at WrestleMania versus the undefeated guy at WrestleMania, and boy, did they put on a classic, so um, it sounded like you enjoyed yourself.
1: Yeah, this it, this one was uh, one of the more physical of the guy fights that we had watched. Um, Shawn Michaels just sells it so well. Yep. Um, I mean, you could even hear the, the slapping when they kind of slap each other, which... Just, like, proves that they were doing, like, physical, actual, like, you know, there were some connections happening.
0: On one of our earlier episodes, I mentioned knife-edge chops. And talking about the difference between things that are real and aren't real, things that don't hurt and probably hurt. So, knife-edge chop is, like, a basically a backhanded slap where the, the base of your palm would hit the chest of your opponent. Those are full force. They just let them rip. Because, one... You're not gonna do any permanent harm. They sound amazing mm. and they also leave red welts.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, because Undertaker by the end is just solid red in the chest. It's <laughs> what, crazy.
0: I'll look it up, but there's uh Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, depending on uh, you know, where you follow him. His chest, I don't know if it was made for this, uh, but his chest always lights up. Uh, when he takes chops, like, and it looks awful. Uh, here's a picture here. Copy link. But yeah,
1: it's um, it's cr- a crazy physical fight from beginning to end. Um, there's a couple of, like, uh, are they called figure four leg locks? Is, I don't know if that's... I yeah. Now, a, uh, a, oh, yeah. Jeez, that picture is crazy. He's <laughs> He is built for that.
0: Yeah. Um, The figure four leg lock, even though they call it that one... I'm going to be honest. I already said Sean's one of my all-time favorites, one of the greatest of all time. That figure four is not a figure four leg lock. <laughs> okay. So he when he rolls it, he puts the leg under the knee and then puts it on, which doesn't make any sense from a pain standpoint. You're just wrapping the leg around the ankle. It's supposed to go over the knee, and that way, when you're putting pressure on the leg, it's hyperextending the 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 long the leg that isn't folded. And he puts it on wrong, and he always puts it on wrong. I don't know why <laughs> he does that, but he always does. Uh, but it just drives me nuts. But yeah, that it is cut. I think they call it a modified figure four leg lock, which I guess is acceptable.
1: But that's the only downtime like that's really in it until for me, at least until like towards the end where I think there's like a million like attempts at like tapping out. I'm not tapping out, but like kick out false,
0: false finishes. Is oh the term my gosh, where...
1: the amount of kick outs is just like, but I and I, I get the hype that's building up around it. But you're, <laughs> after a minute, I was like, why don't you just like, just do it. Can just please just like finish this off. It's been, it's been, to me, that was the only weak part, really. Was just like I was ready for that winner to be declared because at one point they're both just like they're knocking each other out. And like I kind of thought there was even going to be like a like, oh, he's just going to kind of like crash land on top of them and that's what's going to do it kind of thing. I didn't think like one of them was going to actually be able to get it done.
0: So, one of my favorite parts of this match is uh, takers on the outside. And Sean kind of goes for, like, a moonsault, and he just bats Sean out of the way, and Sean just hits the the, the mat uh, outside the ring, just, like, full force. And I was like, oh, goodness, that looked like it hurt. But then Taker gets in the ring as they're checking him out, and then he does his dive, which he's mm. just done before. But this is sort of an infamous moment, not just in the match, but in general where he dives outside. He ends up going head first towards the ground for some reason. Sean pulls and pushes the referee out of the way and then pulls the cameraman in the way. So
1: explain to me the logic of this. What's he trying to pull here?
0: Okay. I, so from a, uh, from a logic standpoint, it makes no sense why he would pull the cameraman in the way Why not just get out of the way and let him nosedive? Right. So there is a logic gap there. Uh, Now, what they're trying to do is have it where this cameraman is supposed to catch Undertaker and safely get him to the ground. Right, right. That doesn't happen. Uh, This is sort of a botch. Um. Did we go over botch anyway? No, not really, but uh, I I get get the
1: concept. Yeah, yeah.
0: So he kind of blows it. Uh, Now, uh, the cameraman actually got a lot of heat for this because he was that was the one thing you had to do is catch Undertaker. I think it's kind of unfair because. Undertaker goes short. He's out there the same distance Sean is. Sean sets him up. He's got a camera in his arms that he has to hold on to to sell and then drop it when Sean pulls him, and then catch The Undertaker. And I'm like, eh, a lot to ask. So the cameraman is actually a wrestler by the name of Sim Snuka, who is the son of Superfly Jimmy Snuka, who you would have seen in the Royal Rumble several weeks ago. Yeah,
1: I've heard the name.
0: Uh, he gets fired because of this. Um, really? Yeah, and I, I think it's a bit unfair uh, because, again, I don't, when I watch it, I'm like, I don't know what he could have done better because he was in the position he was supposed to be in. Sean pulls him in the way, but The Undertaker comes up short. And my guess is, is that The Undertaker, being the veteran, mm. can go in the back and be like, I didn't fuck it up. He fucked it up. And then, you know, that guy's I, gone. That would be my speculation.
1: Did... um. <clears throat> Is there more of a recovery time now for Undertaker because of doing something like that? Like, does Sean notice that and then kind of play into it? Or is it just kind of like, we're just going to keep going like, like it worked the way it's supposed to?
0: So what will happen is, you'll notice this sometimes, the referee will go when someone does a big stunt. Like, if you go back and rewatch that tables, ladders, and chairs match, a referee will go over to them and grab their hands. And they would like squeeze or indicate I'm good. Mm, There's like okay. a code there. Right. And so I, I believe at this time undertaker gave the all clear. I'm good to go. Don't okay. like he, like if you watch in slow-mo, he turns his head just enough and Sims, grabs him just enough to keep it from being catastrophic. Um, and he ends up being okay. And he f- finishes again. What is one of the greatest matches ever d- made? Um, but one of the things I liked about this, because we've talked about it before, titles cannot change hands on countouts or right. disqualifications. But there's no titles on the line. This streak could end on a countout, oh. and I love that. Sean gets in the ring and just like fucking count it, count yeah, it, because yeah, he'll yeah. take it. You know, <laughs> I loved that yeah, logic. And, and I love the, the
1: what's the countout limit on that. 10. is it 10
0: okay yeah uh some companies do 20 which is insane but 10 is generally speaking the limit but as you can see like they're outside a lot longer than that and oh, eventually yeah, the
1: longest fucking 10 seconds it ever, takes
0: sean yeah. getting them back in the ring sean shaking the guy you start counting you know you count count, right, count, right. count, because the referees in the fantasy of wrestling have the um ability to let them go you know like if you're right. watching a, a football game and things get testy or a basketball game and it gets physical you'll sometimes hear the announcers oh they're just letting them play and that's what we like you know and they'll yeah, do that in yeah, yeah. this will say hey he's not counting them out because we want a real winner um you know and that's kind of what happens here but sean does that count moment and it's just great drama because like everybody in attendance is like
1: damn is it gonna lose Is it gonna end out? this way yeah. you know like is yeah. this what's
0: going to happen? Does, um, does
1: stuff like that happen though? And with these big fights, like does a count out happen occasionally? Uh or would it have, would it have been pretty shocking if that happened.
0: It would have been insanely shocking if it happened here because of the streak. Um I I I do you want a spoiler on the streak?
1: I actually looked it up because I was interested. Okay.
0: <laughs> so um, he
1: got to like what 23 I think, right?
0: T- 21 I want to say 21. Um, It was attempt 22 where I think he lost to Lesnar. If you want to go look up that finish and do the live match, you don't have to watch the whole match because it's frankly not that good. But when he loses, just take in the crowd. Okay. You can hear a pin drop. Yeah. Nobody saw it coming. And Michael Cole's the announcer in that match. And he goes, oh, that five and the streak is over like he just kind of goes
1: yeah yeah yeah. Dude, oh it's...
0: like it just <laughs> it's that's
1: cool though that, like that kind of shit's kind of cool to me in a weird way like it's just like a moment that especially if you're there you don't forget and you, you know oh
0: man you got to see the crowd reaction some of them you've probably seen in meme form of just grown-ass men with their mouth agape um
1: dude the amount of wrestling memes i'm getting now is insane it's yeah. insane uh, and the fact that I, I know some of them, I understand some of them, is also, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I
0: get this. Oh, well, you get it now, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: it would be great is when uh, you ever have to talk to a wrestling fan.
1: Oh, so my good friend, my, my a roommate of mine from college is, like, uh, really into this. He's been listening, too, and he's been, like, I'm really interested, because it was something he always kind of talked about when we lived together, but never just... Uh, but I never like engaged because I was like, ah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know,
0: but interesting. Um. So that, that kind of leads us into the, the final sequences here where we start getting those false finishes. So undertaker has three finishing moves. Now a guy who's had a career as long as his, you can kind of understand why he needs to, have multiple ones is like how many times can you see the tombstone
1: i can see it a lot because i think it's a sweet move it is it's to me his best i'm cool with it yeah
0: now the choke slam isn't really his finishing move however the first one he does on sean in this match is so filthy and maybe one of the greatest choke slams ever like (laughs) that first one he just gets sean all the way up and and a lot of that is sean knowing how to jump for it and time it and everything uh but that's filthy and then you get a last ride which is essentially a power bomb where he gives you a gigantic wedgie beforehand because okay he lifts you up so most power yeah, bombs yeah, i yeah. lift you up and i power bomb this one he lifts you up even more and then power bombs you and then of course the tombstone pile driver which we all know and love um did any of these finishes get you like were you like oh shit i thought that was it
1: yeah, I think it was the second one. Um, because did he to- did he try to tombstone twice or am I just yeah? So the yeah. first
0: one he catches Sean, uh, where his he- Sean's ankles around Undertaker's waist or around right. his head, yeah, and he pulls him into the ring and then tombstones him. Yeah, that's like the first one. You're like, okay, that's over.
1: That's what I thought was over, and I- so.
0: I- and he does his classic like fold the arms, tongue yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. The eye last rites,
1: right? Yeah. Is la- call it called last rites? I don't know. I think um, that's what the announcer said. And I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. You know, arms crossed. I, and I normally I when he does
0: that, the shit's over, right? It's done. that's what like, I thought. I don't that know how many times he's done that and people have kicked out. Uh, personally, I hope it's just just this once, but. Uh, you know, and that was the one where it was like, you, Jim Ross, this, is the call, he's like a choke slam, a last ride, a tombstone and a kick out and a kick out and a kick out. Yeah. Like he's losing his shit at ringside cause he's fanboying hard. Um, and then eventually get a couple more moves and then Sean has a false finish where he does a super kick, but eventually he goes for a moonsault from the top rope. Undertaker yeah. catches him midair. Drops yeah, him in one final cool. tombstone, and we get the three count. Yeah, and that is a
1: pretty cool finish.
0: I love it. Yeah, the the moonsault into the catch, really good. Um, I watching it again, I still love it. Still a great match. Still gets my blood pumping. So, what did you think?
1: Yeah, I I enjoyed it from start to finish. Like I said, the the latter part of it, that it's that last like two minutes, three minutes for me, that I'm always like. Yeah, if you just wrapped it up three minutes earlier, I would have been so sold onto it. Yeah. Instead of just being like, this is really good. I would have been like, this is perfect. So it's just a little long. And I don't know if that's just like me not like being in the moment or whatnot. But that was my only thing was the very end. I'm just like, okay, let's let's finish it up, boys. But the, other yeah. than that, it's it's, I mean, you can always, it can always be better when you throw a little chair action in. But I'm always <laughs> going to feel that way. I'm going to always feel yeah. that way forever. I love a good chair. Say it once, I'll say it again. But <clears throat> like I said, the physicality of these two was, was just like crazy to me. They were so more phys- so much more physical than like most of the matches we watched. Even like the Royal Rumbles, which just like while it was like really cool, it never doesn- never feels like like they're fighting. Like this yeah. felt like they were actually fighting to me, like an actual yeah. wrestling. That's because so than- they
0: are two of the absolute best to ever do it. Like And not only that, they are at their peak. To me, like Shawn Michaels, when he retires, is doing his best work. Um, There are a lot of people who, when they retire, The Undertaker being one of them, they've kind of already had a couple real shit matches. And people are starting to go might be time to hang it up buddy um there's an undertaker versus goldberg match that happens when they're both like in their 90s not really but that is so ugly and messy and sad and it's like yeah time to hang it up but i
1: i saw something i think it was last week um it was a tiktok where there was it was a wrestling documentary or interview where um somebody was talking about how goldberg can't last more than like 15, 20 minutes at the most. Which is and anything true. after, like, 20 minutes is really, too. really rough to watch. Yeah. Which I found interesting. Because I'm like, man, that's about the perfect length for me. I'm like, well, a match of that length, I'm like, yeah, that's about right.
0: There's some good stuff to check up on with Goldberg. He has a series with Brock Lesnar that's really good. Um, I would, it's like, if you check out, they do a match at Survivor Series. Then they kind of have a run-in at the Rumble. And then they have a match at um, WrestleMania that year and their match is about 10 to 15 minutes, but it's like they get everything in like they plan that match around the fact that so Goldberg, the way he puts it, he's like at my age, I can either look ripped when I get in the ring or I can have really good cardio, but I cannot do both. And so because he's fucking Goldberg, he's like, I'm just going to be ripped. And then, you know, It goes in there, and when you plan for it, and you get Lesnar in there, and you say, we're just going to go hard, we're going to beat the shit out of each other, but we're only going to do it for about 10 minutes. It works. And they have a really great match that's better. So what's funny about those two is they have a match at WrestleMania 20 that's one of the worst ever. Okay. They get booed out of the building. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, Because they're both leaving the company. Oh, and- okay. Stone Cold is like, the referee is like, what the hell, man? Wrestle. But neither of them actually want to do anything. So years later, over a decade later, they have another match, and it's much, much better, and they sort of redeem themselves, which is nice.
1: That's interesting. Gr- growing up, Goldberg to me was always like, when when someone was like, name a wrestler, I'm like, oh, Goldberg. Because when I was like fourth, fifth, sixth grade, that was like all the guys that were into wrestling would talk about Yeah. so like I know The Rock and you know like that kind of stuff but to me I'm always like oh Goldberg because he was just like so big at such a young pivotal age for me where like all of my wrestling knowledge really came from like that really short period where my friends at lunch would talk about Goldberg and that's so I'm always just like oh Goldberg's like the ultimate wrestler that would have been
0: 1998 I can tell you you.
1: (laughs) so that's just like how it was for me you know so I'm always like whenever I see a Goldberg thing I'm like oh yeah he was like the best wasn't he and that's just at the time he was, you know, yeah, and, and again, that's what we, we talked
0: about. If anyone wants to listen to the Goldberg episode we did, I, uh, I get why some people don't like him because he can't do f- 30 minute matches like this one. He's not super agile, but that dude has charisma in the ring. That's on a different level. And if you watch the first, so I'm going to spoil this match for you, but I still recommend it. Their Survivor Series match it happened a couple years ago. Goldberg versus Brock. Now, Brock Lesnar at the time had stopped the streak, as you know. Mm-hmm. That summer, I think, or maybe even a little further back, he destroyed Cena in a squash match. Okay. Eh, it worked around, right? And nobody okay. squashes <laughs> Cena, right? Nobody. And here Les uh, Lesnar's done it, right? And so Lesnar is the biggest baddest dude on the roster untouchable and he faces Goldberg and Goldberg beats him in like a minute and a half okay and the crowd never gets the chance to stop chanting Goldberg is so good They're chanting Goldberg as he comes to the ring. They're chanting it while they're standing across from each other. They're chanting it when he gets his two moves off and they're cheering. And then he wins. And the Goldberg chants just perpetually get louder and louder. And he stands on the top rope as the flashbulbs go off. And Goldberg chants are raining down upon him. And it goes to the end of the show. It is so good. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool. Yeah, like the cool. best. I'm not even a huge Goldberg fan, but it was like, damn, this is like just a red hot crowd with the right moment, and it's the best two minute match I've ever seen. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, you can go look that up. It's probably on YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I will. I'll definitely
0: do that. Um, but anyway, so uh, you, you mentioned it's a little long. So this kind of starts a trend now where. I think a lot of people copy this match where it's like, I kick out of your finisher. I kick out of your finisher. Rock and Cena have um, uh, two matches at WrestleMania. Their first one's really good. Their second one, it just kind of breaks down into them just trading finishers and kicking out for like 30 minutes. It's awful. Um, So I kind of, it's one of those things I think I talked about before. I was like, I don't really like finishers because you always have to end with that. Right. You know? And I just kind of wish like, sure. You can have a great, powerful move but the fact that everyone has a move that no one can kick out of you know just kind of like eh, I'm yeah i'm kind of yeah i get that
1: yeah I, I i get where you're coming from from there so tell me you watched this live did you watch this fight live? yes
0: so funny story about it so this pay-per-view was remember i said i kind of started back in 07 mm-hmm. and so this was actually the first wrestlemania i want to say maybe the second But it was like 08 or 09. And I started watching again in 07. So I actually went to my friend's house. We're like, we're watching Mania, man. And the damn pay-per-view would not work. We couldn't get it to start. We called the provider. We're like, hey, man, we're trying to watch the damn WrestleMania. We could not get it to work. And apparently there was an outage or whatever. But if by the time they get it fixed, what do I see but Shawn Michaels' descending from the heavens that's crazy and i am like oh hell yeah okay like it came in just in time for us to watch this match so this was the first match of this wrestlemania i saw so i wasn't tired i was annoyed that we didn't get wrestling yet what the fuck i'm fighting with the cable company and then we got it and it was like hell yes and it was so good uh and it met all my expectations
1: that's cool yeah, I was wondering if you had a good story about this because you seem so connected to this
0: Yeah, more so it, than
1: any of the other ones.
0: It was definitely my return to loving wrestling again. Like seeing a match that I was like, damn, that was a great match. Because as a kid, I wasn't really like, the matches were fine and I did like them, but I don't remember any that just blew my balls off except for WrestleMania 10, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon in a ladder match. Um, outside of that, I didn't have any that were like, oh my God. It was just yeah. like, I love the characters and I'm watching the characters and that's all that mattered. But this was one where I was like, hell yeah, wrestling is good.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool.
0: Um, So now real quick, last week, I forgot to ask uh, Dave Meltzer famously reviews these matches and gives them a rating of five stars. Uh, so last week we watched Sasha versus Bailey. What do you, you got a star rating for that
1: one? Yeah, I would have given that like a four, Seven. Four seven and a half, four seven, five. four seven and a half. So four yeah. seven five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four seven five. You're trying about to get me to add
0: more decimal points, and yeah, I won't do it. All right. So that being said, uh, Dave Meltzer, I don't remember what he gave this. I think it wasn't a five. I don't know. But uh, again, uh, rates them on a scale of one to five stars. What do you give Shawn Michaels versus the Undertaker at WrestleMania 25?
1: I'm gonna give it a four point nine. Wow. So, real close to being perfect. Uh, real close.
0: So, let's run them down. So, uh, yeah, we'll I get... definitely
1: remember the numbers. I definitely remember. The no, numbers. I got them written down. No, that's even better because I definitely do not.
0: Yeah. So, our first match, Eddie versus Ray at Halloween Havoc 97, you gave 4.2 stars.
1: I would stand by that.
0: Okay. Our next match, Brett versus Austin WrestleMania 13 you gave 4.5 stars
1: I would probably have given that a 4.3 at this point
0: Well too late Um now your lowest ranked match is Nakamura versus Sami Zayn at Takeover Dallas which you gave a 3.7
1: Yeah I rewatched some of this match um just to see why I didn't like it and I agree with that too
0: You still don't like it No worries yeah, that's okay Yeah it
1: just wasn't my yeah Slow, uh, it's so slow.
0: TLC 2 at WrestleMania 17, you gave perfect. five stars, a perfect score. The
1: bad boy is perfect.
0: Still perfect to this day.
1: Oh, it's so good. It's so crazy to me. Just bonkers, the whole thing.
0: Next episode, or the next wrestling match was Mick Foley versus The Undertaker and Hell in a Cell at King of the Ring 98. You gave that five stars. Dude,
1: watching a guy fall through a cell twice. How can you not?
0: You are a bloodthirsty man.
1: It's just so crazy. It's so crazy to me.
0: Uh, next would be Goldberg versus Hulk Hogan on a Nitro in the just the middle of the year in 1998. You gave 4.1 stars.
1: Yeah, I agree with that too, man. That it was such an abrupt ending that I did not care for that. It okay. just kind of felt like they were. Yeah, I just uh, there's something classic about Goldberg
0: it. ten minute match. Yeah. Uh, next was the Royal Rumble from 1992, which saw Ric Flair win the world championship. You gave that five stars.
1: Yeah, it's really good. And it's got Repo Man, dude.
0: You can't deny the appeal of Repo Man. You cannot. The you fact that we done. both were just like, hell yeah, Repo Man. Like, I made a note to talk about Repo Man, but you beat me to it on that episode. Yeah,
1: that's that's crazy, isn't it? That's so crazy. That's funny.
0: That's... So- uh, now we didn't rate... I guess I could grab a rating from you, but it was never really official match of that episode. But the Bull Nakano versus Alundra Blaze.
1: That was a really good one, too. It was just too short. Um, Blaze did not get enough time to do her own thing. Yeah. Uh, That's probably like a 4.5.
0: All right. It's solid. It's a
1: really solid match. It's just too short. Um, for once, I was like, "This is too short because Blaze just didn't get enough. She didn't get a chance to do anything cool herself."
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, the main event actually of that episode was Sasha Banks versus Bailey at Takeover Brooklyn. You gave it four point seven five stars, which we I... don't need to go back. You literally just gave me that number. <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting for. Or and we, then of course uh,
1: we skipped Austin versus Triple H, I believe.
0: Oh, we did, didn't we? Yeah, that was uh, episode eight. Good catch. Eight. Uh, I, I got my eight. notes up. Uh, you, uh, so we'll back it up. Episode eight, Triple H versus Austin in the three stages of hell is what I'm going to call it anyway. You gave 4.8 stars.
1: Yeah, maybe a 4.7 now. It was just a little long. The first round too short. The third round too long. The hammer didn't do much for me.
0: Yeah. And It's course, still good.
1: Still real solid.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And then finally, Sean versus Undertaker, WrestleMania 25, nearly perfect, a 4.9. Yeah, I,
1: yeah I'll yeah, i stand by that one, too.
0: So we have three five-star matches. I need you to rank these for me. We got TLC2, King of the Ring 98, and Royal Rumble 92. What's your third place?
1: Probably Royal Rumble, um, but it hits that nostalgia so well.
0: Dude, you're talking to me. Uh, yeah. So...
1: Like, even just, I feel, I love that that era just, I, there's something about that era where it's just, like, the screen's kind of fuzzy, and
0: mm-hmm. I, I
1: could even, like, have watched, like, commercials set in that era in between, and would have been, like, happy.
0: It's true. As weird yeah. as that sounds, you know what no, I mean? No, it does when I, uh, I've told this before on many podcasts, but when I was a kid, my dad and my brother and I would listen to old-time radio, because they had a, a radio show on that played shows from the 20s and 30s and you know the era when radio yeah, was yeah, king yeah. and they'd always have the ads and they were like my favorite part because they yeah, were ridiculous the sh- it's like the safe cigarette the smooth <laughs> cigarette yeah, yeah, doctors yeah, yeah. agree you know yeah. like you could say whatever you wanted and it was entertained me uh what's your second play actually better yet let's just say and i'll fill in the blank what's your favorite match i'll just go ahead and write down tlc2 yeah
1: good call good call it's just it's so crazy and that was the first one that my wife had really started watching with me and she was like i know him and them and him and her and i'm like what and it was just like added a whole nother level where i was like oh yeah you know so much about this this is crazy to me um it was it was cool because she was like she was so into it too which probably made me into it like if we were able to sit together like if you were able to come over and watch these with me I feel like I might have had a better oh
0: God, that overall would have been so experience.
1: Fun. You know what I mean? Like I feel like yeah. it would have been like really cool to have done something like that. Um, but I, you know, in a way I, in a weird way I did that through my wife, you know? Yeah. Like, so, cause she, every time for the next couple of months, she was just, she was right there into it. She was like, Oh, you got it. We, can we watch the wrestling match? I, there was one week where I had to watch it without her and she got mad and I rewatched it the second time with her so that she didn't feel left out. Nice.
0: So I'm bringing the the married couple together with pro wrestling. The, yeah, the best thing about this ten week experiment. Um, so there you have it. The match that you want to introduce your non wrestling friends to wrestling with is TLC two from WrestleMania seventeen. They yeah, will,
1: that's yeah. Damn, if they don't like that, then just get. The they hell don't out like out wrestling. This that's right.
0: Uh, my friend's Jason, uh, from Film Soliloquy, his wife doesn't like sushi, right? And I'm like, how do you not like sushi? I'm like, well, has she had the red dragon roll? Uh, and he's like, yeah. yeah, she didn't like it. I'm like, well, shit, if Whoa. you don't like that, you don't like sushi. She must have and started it with you'd...
1: tuna is what I always think. The first sushi I had was tuna. I was like, this is butt. Why do people <laughs> like this? This is just straight butt. And then I had you... good sushi, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. But not tuna, man. Tuna sushi. Yeah.
0: That's my favorite, actually. As oh, is it really good, clean red? Man, tuna. Oh, Dude, yeah. I
1: just couldn't. I, I there's something about that one.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so you said you had some some thoughts written down that. Uh, yeah,
1: I had some thoughts. So let's see. Um, uh, Eddie versus Ray. Um, I, the big thing I said, I said this match looks and feels exactly like I what I picture in my head when I think of wrestling, especially in 1997. Uh, Eddie looks greasy and sleazy. Uh, Ray's outfit's really cool. Um, I thought, and again, looking back, the commentary on that might have been the best commentary of the whole series.
0: Even better than Rumble ninety
1: two. Mm, uh,
0: I know I'm biased, but you don't have to be. I guess.
1: I just I I'm, I listened back. So I this week I I had some more downtime, so I kind of played through some of the matches, the ones that interested me, and I was like, oh, I this I really dig do dig this. So yeah um, Let's see that was the first one Brett versus Austin I say I feel like the CDC would freak out if they Saw this today Um, And I think that's because of the amount of Blood because that one was oh, just like this is
0: Nothing I'll Send you a match Yeah, you yeah which I believe
1: I, But to me I always assumed Like um that one of the big selling Points for wrestling like Marvel Movies you don't see any blood in Marvel movies. Yeah. you know what I mean I kind of thought that's like How they did it too You know, And that's just from inexperience or lack of knowledge. Um, Zane versus Nakamura, I said, it's just so slow, a lot of back and forth. Wasn't impressed by either guy. TLC2, I wrote, this is insane. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Hell in a Cell, okay, this probably doesn't top the last match, but it's just as good. Can't believe Mankind fell off twice. I, I still can't get over that. And then after that, I even remember reading or listening to some other to him talk about that, and I was just like even more like impressed that it happened and he like walked away from it because he's just like yeah it was it was pretty rough that was a pretty rough match for me like my recovery was like longer than normal for that I was like that's crazy uh, a versus Goldberg again um I feel like this match has is all about Goldberg and nothing to do with Hogan which I thought was really true um look Hogan looks like he's been wrestling for too long. Uh, Royal Rumble, my first thing is, in all caps, I wrote, Repo Man, this is the best thing ever. Uh, I liked the promos on that. That would have been one of those things that I thought like promos were like a big, big, big part of wrestling. And I think they yeah. are. I think I just... Uh, yeah, that picture you sent just now is insane. Yeah. Um. So, you know, the promo thing I really liked because we didn't do a lot of that, but I, it's like one of those things that I really, really do like. Um. Austin vs. Triple H, I said that this f- super long... Uh, first fight is too short. Second fight's too long. Third fight, they just seem tired the whole time. But damn, I love a good chair. Weapons are cool in concept, but it's more than just a chair. I think that it might take me out of the match, which I think is true. It Just like I'm like, oh, it's really hard to sell like using like a sledgehammer because um, it's just to me. I'm like, oh no, that's how you kill a person. Yes. Um, for the women's fights, I wrote both of these fights are great. First match is too short. Like I said, uh, Banks and Bailey fight was really great too. I found uh, myself watching almost the entire episode. I did. We did watch. We. We. Almost, I think we might have finished that NXT episode from uh, that match on. Good. Because um, we just got. We just got into it. And It was the same for this week. Like, I just was like, oh, I want to see what this like triple uh, fight is like.
0: Well, and you know Cena and Ed, I know and you're Big probably Show. familiar with Big Show.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's really what it was too. Was I? I was familiar with those guys um so that's what i did so and then i have an overall thing where i wrote let's see i can see why people uh why this is so big for so many people i think if i would have started at a young age i could find myself not being bothered so much by the theatrics or the semi-fakeness of the fights uh i had a lot of fun watching it with my wife which i really did it was like a really a big highlight for me um I still don't feel like I know where I would start if I was gonna make this like a weekly thing, which I yeah. I I do. Um I think I might like the soap opera aspect more than the actual fights. get the right stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's
0: some really bad stuff and there's some really good stuff. Uh the the Sammy Zayn uh story with that he's in currently with the bloodline is one of the best things ever. Um but I think that's about to come to an end here at WrestleMania. Or at, which, by the time this is released, uh, we'll have just taken Which place. I will
1: say, I have watched WrestleMania this year. I did watch this year's WrestleMania, or I'm planning on doing That's what <laughs> yeah. we're planning on yeah. doing. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't say I'm going to. Or you don't I did, know that but
0: yet, but uh, we'll just say that. That's the that plan. Because-
1: I mean, that, my plan, our plan was to do that on Saturday and Sunday, right? It's like the mm-hmm. second and third, or first and second. Yeah, yeah
0: the... the there's some things I'm very much looking forward to on that show. Yeah, so... You also get to see Logan Paul wrestle... Oh, okay. Uh, ...against Seth uh, Rollins, who's incredible. Um, so that should be... that I have a feeling that, that could steal the show just because... Well, he Seth came on and kind of did... Yeah. And, well, and Logan Paul is just some yeah. sort of weird prodigy at wrestling somehow. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I want to see what his outfit is. Will his outfit be the same, you think? Oh, my God.
0: No. Dude, and he's wrestling... Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins outfits are bonkers. They That's are cool. so good. And a lot of times he themes them on who he's wrestling against. Oh, okay. And, uh, I saw someone jokingly say that he should come out wearing the outfit that Logan Paul weared when he recorded that video that got him kicked off of YouTube. And I was wow. like, yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Welcome to wrestling bitch. Uh, That's but, funny. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean, like we're that's our weekend plan coming up is to do that. So sweet,
0: I think you'll have a good time. But yeah, I especially think we're gonna, now that it's not it's fucking seven hours long like it yeah, used to. Be. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what you said. Yeah, I think we're just gonna try and find like one show. Like I think we might do the NXT stuff. Um,
0: yeah, I'm not too sure on the current state of NXT. Um, I would also maybe cons- have you consider the AEW stuff too, something like that. Just find a show you enjoy. Um, You know, and if you don't like it, you can try something else.
1: Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do, though. So we've been going through this, like, phase where in the late fall Christmas time we were watching, like, uh, Hallmark had three new Christmas movies, like, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, But it's just, like, something to do together that's, like, fun and stupid. So we were doing that. And then it was Ended. And we were like, well, shit, what are we going to do with our weekends now? Like, we had devoted, like, you know, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10, we were watching a Hallmark movie because that's who we are. Yeah. Um. And so we were like, we watched all of that 70s show together. And we were like, this is great until the last season, which is absolutely terrible. Uh, and then we did um, Fast and the Furious. And we did, the we just finished the American Pie movies, um, which there are four of those. And then, like, five different knockoff American Pie movies. Um, so like we were like looking for something. So we're like, Oh, this will be like our new thing now. Yeah. So,
0: well, I, mean, I, I would say too, one thing you can do. I, uh, I have, I don't know. Finish your thought. I've got some things to say.
1: No, no, no. Like that's, I think we're going to do that. We might not watch it the day it comes out, Yeah. but it'd definitely be like a, that's what we're going to do on Saturdays now.
0: Yeah. So. Cause that was what I was going to say is one thing that you could do that I would easily recommend is. Keep track of when the premium events are, the ones that are on Peacock, and you can yeah. even just watch those because they usually give you all the preamble of the rivalry and give you the story and bite-sized nuggets, and then you can kind of start getting used to the characters. And I find them a lot more entertaining than the regular weekly shows. Yeah, that's um, what you said. Yeah, and Mostly it was because so... the commercials are just too much for me.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... That's I, been the I, only thing with Peacock that I haven't enjoyed so far because we have yeah. the the non-premium edition is like the 90 seconds of commercials. It's like frustrating because it's not enough to go to the bathroom.
0: Yeah. But, but you know. if you're watching a movie, they always preload them. Yeah. So it'll be like five minutes of ads, but then your yeah, movie's yeah. ad-free, which is nice. Exactly. So, uh, so as we wrap up, you you've given me the opinion that you're not sure if you're going to be in love with wrestling, but you're going to at least keep trying uh, and watch WrestleMania. And I want to say, as we close out the this match, this match is actually undertaker versus Sean, the first of a quartet of okay. truly excellent matches that tell an overarching story over four matches. They each happen at WrestleMania and they each happen with the undertaker. You have the next match, which is Shawn versus Undertaker, where it's streak versus career. If Michaels loses, he has to retire.
1: Uh Oh. And
0: and then Triple H, Shawn Michaels' best friend, wrestles the Undertaker in a no-holds-barred match. Absolute chaos. You'd love it. Um, There is a sledgehammer, though. (laughs) And then the fourth and final match is undertaker versus triple h in hell in a cell okay which has Shawn michaels as the special guest referee oh very cool those four matches are so great and i the thing about wrestling is the story just keeps moving and you can either choose to keep going and 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 hearing these stories or you can stop it's fine (laughs) But uh, that's kind of the beautiful thing. And one thing we learned that I learned, too, was like you didn't really get the true experience until you follow the story and you get invested in the characters and then the matches just become that much more special.
1: Yeah, I definitely believe that wholeheartedly. I definitely think that's a very big part of it to me. To me, at least.
0: Well, that's our crash course. Elliot is now officially maybe a wrestling guy
1: i'm like a wrestling uh amateur i'm like an amateur
0: a, a, novice, if you a novice
1: there you go yeah that's the right word. i mean
0: you know some of the lingo like if someone's at the bar and they're saying hey kayfabe heat squash
1: if you ever find like, me at the bar shoot me what? what? No, I just, I don't go Shoot. to bars. Yeah, like I shouldn't be there. I don't know. I don't know where I was going. I was trying to be funny at the end, and you're just blowing it for me.
0: Well, it'd have to be funny for me to laugh, though. Yeah. Great. Uh, Thanks.
1: S- great. <sighs> Whoa. Anyways, what was that? I don't voice. know.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, much like everything else, uh, this is going out with a fizzle instead of a bang. Uh, thank you, Elliot. would do it for- any other way. Going through this 10 weeks with me, uh, absolutely it's been good hanging out, talking. We'll find something else to do, but you're editing next time, <laughs> yeah. That's, and, my uh, turn. that's fair, yeah. And uh, but again, tell people where they can find you,
1: yeah. Uh, Elliot H underscore rights, uh, and com for news and reviews. Uh, and then you can check me out on Spielberg chronologically, uh, every now and again. Uh, that's really about it for right now.
0: So. Yeah, just search Jurassic that's in right. that feed, and you will find Elliot. More than you can ever also wanted. check out the uh, the episode of uh, Psycho. Um, oh yeah,
1: we I oh, Turn well, Curtain
0: Topaz. I think yeah, you, you watched...
1: really yeah. I watch most of them, man. You got like I said, you've done this really good job. Where like you you have somehow magically convinced me to watch movies that I. Have either been like I am going to get around to it, or I am like I have no interest in this. But you sell it so well that I am like, oh, I should maybe check this out. So,
0: yeah, uh, the episode on Lincoln just came out on Spielberg chronologically. You can check that out. And the following episode is uh, slipping my mind right now. Uh, Bridge of Spies, really good. Uh, yeah, uh, spoilers, um, and the movie Draft House, wherever you get your your shit from. Wherever you find it. Fuck. You'd think wherever I'd be better at shit, this by now. Um, that's it for the 10-week pro wrestling. Sugar. Crash course. Crash yep, course. There you go. Yeah. yeah. We'll Man. see you whenever. Ah,
1: fuck. Yeah. I'm just going to hit stop. Thanks. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs>